Hey there, cool timers. This is Kyle just dropping in before the episode gets started to uh, give you a little bit of information about what you're about to hear. You know how I said at the start that this was going to be a learning experience for us? Well, this episode, we learned something. We learned that on our recorder, when the memory card is full, it just stops recording. So, unfortunately, that happened at about half an hour before the end of this episode. Uh, so, unfortunately, the ending of this episode did not get recorded. The, epi- the recorder just quietly shut off. It didn't beep or anything to let us know that it had done that. And since all of us were in the episode, no one was actually watching it. So, lesson learned. Ordinarily, this would just be like something for the outtakes or, you know, down the line. But the rest of the episode is really, really good. So, I wanted you to hear it. Uh, So, you're going to hear a slightly truncated version of the episode today. uh, But then I will pop back in at the end sort of let you know what happened so that you can uh, have that sense of closure uh, that justice was served uh, and that the murderer was caught. Uh, So, anyways, like I said, uh, the episode is, is really funny. There's actually some really good bits here that I thought you guys would appreciate hearing, and then I will be back with you at the end to let you know uh, what happened. So, take it away, Chrissy. Welcome to the Cool Time Dice Hour here at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. Today, we are joining our friends, the Murder Mavens of Spindle Spire Cove, for the Jolly Good Bake Off of Death. Today, we're here for an episode of the Spindle Spire Mysteries based on the awesome RPG game, the Murder Mavens of Brindlewood Bay. But what are the Spindle Spire Mysteries? I'm so glad you asked. It's a reboot of a popular primetime TV show from the 1980s. Think Murder, She Wrote and Matlock Meet the Golden Girls. This show is right up there with all those ratings. Uh, And this reboot is just like the original. It stars a group of mystery-loving retired folk who meet each week for lively discussion, whether it's to discuss their latest mystery novel or to take on an old true crime case or even to play along with mail-order crime-solving games. The Mavens also tend to solve real-life murders and mysteries here in their small town of Spindle Spire Cove, which is right across the bay from Brindlewood Bay. Um, They use their knowledge, their skill, and their experience uh, to help solve the mysteries around the town, and they are very much appreciated by Sheriff Dalrymple and his gang of rotating deputies. Now, because this is a TV show, we start with a cold open. Timothy Boosh who is one half of the hosting team of the Jolly Good Bake Off, is in front of the cameras, preparing to record the intro to the Biscuit Round, which is this week's episode, which is being filmed on location with bakers from Spindle Spire Cove. Okay, let's do a rehearsal, mates, and uh, um, now it's, um, 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 okay, here we go. Now it's time to butter your biscuits, Spindle Spire Cove, which are full of surprises. Jane Leaf is ready to go, and as soon as we track down old Blue Eyes himself, Mr. Paul Riviera, the (gasps) battle of biscuits can begin. But suddenly, there's a scream splitting the studio as Jane Leaf, one of the two judges, Ha ha ha, a delightful, lovely, very stylish older lady uh, stumbles into the studio looking absolutely shocked. It's, it's Paul. It's Paul Riviera. He's been baked. I mean, he's been cooked. I mean, he's been killed. (gasps) And that's the end of our cold open, which means, of course, we have come to the theme song. Come and knock on our door. Mavens are waiting for you. Mavens are waiting for you. So much blood will be spilled and you'll be 
be killed. Murder's company too. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right. <laughs> this season has been absolutely on fire with hot episodes like the murder of filmmaker Abe Vidal in All Hallows Scream, the suspicious deaths at the forever silent auction, and the gambling and deadly extravaganza of the dead man's hand. Uh, but tonight on the Spindle Spire Mysteries, meet our cast as each maven introduces uh, yourself as the player and also your character and give your character a little catchphrase, uh, starting at the end with Kyle. Oh, all right. Uh, I'm Kyle. I'll be playing Molly Kerrigan, uh, and my catchphrase is, oh, my stars and garters. All right, Chris. Uh, I am Chris, and I am playing Angus Sinclair, a local busybody whose uh, catchphrase is, if I recall correctly, "Oh fiddlesticks. Oh <laughs> fiddlesticks. I'm Jenny Palladna. I'm playing Veranda Flag, and I don't remember my catchphrase from last time, so I'm going to say, well, that really butters my horse. <laughs> <laughs> it really butters your what? My horse. Okay. Butters my horse. <laughs> Perfect. One of those rare Minnesota sayings. Yes. <laughs> Wisconsin, actually, but yes. And Trisha. Hello, I'm Trisha Mailer, and I will be playing Enid Wilder, whose catchphrase is, Oh, be serious. Oh, be serious. Uh, now, your uh, mavens will each get a special bonus roll or bonus honor roll if you use your catchphrase in the episode. Uh, so to start with, uh, uh, and, and uh, each of you, please describe your maven just a little bit uh, so that we get to know kind of what your personal style is uh, before we start giving out cozy items. We'll go backwards. We'll start with Trisha this time. Is this uh, based off of this episode or just in general? Uh, in, in general, okay. yes. Um, Enid is a fancy lady. Uh, she's clearly from a rich family. Married into a rich family, always rich. Um, she likes to wear pearls on her wrists and her neck. She uh, always has very nice, very classy earrings on, and she almost always has a little tiny scarf around her neck, just in a little cute little tie. Boop. All right, Veranda. Veranda is boho granny. Uh, she's basically straight out of 1968, just paisley all the way down. Love it. <laughs> Uh, well, Angus doesn't see the point of uh, buying new suits when he could just get one of the nice 90s ones from the thrift store or even better, the <laughs> 80s ones that look like you were in a Men at Work video. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he, he doesn't wear bow ties, though. He collects uh, vintage uh, records and uh, oftentimes will, underneath his suit, wear uh, classic, uh, classic music of some kind t-shirt. Excellent. Uh, let's see, Molly is uh, pretty uh, low maintenance. Uh, she likes to have a set of sort of coveralls that she's customized herself, so it has the uh, places to, to carry all those things, but she basically just shifts between them, and when one is dirty, then she washes it and does the next one, so. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so starting with Kyle, you get to gift one of your fellow mavens mm. with a cozy item, uh, which they, it has to be something that they would theoretically carry uh, with them, so it can't be uh, like a, a lamp that's shaped like a leg, because they might not have that with them. Sure. Uh, but something they would carry with them, uh, which they might be able to use to their advantage during the episode. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. So I will, I said, Angus is sitting right next to me. For those of you listening at home, I guess this thing right next to me. Um, all right, so uh, I see. Oh, so I was cleaning out some of the things in my home, uh, and I came across something. Now I'm, I know that you're a music fan. Uh, my Cassidy was as well, but uh, I, I don't know exactly uh, what is good and is not. But she had a keychain uh, from a band called Wings. Uh, but it's a very large metal thing. I ended up using it uh, to pry open uh, when I uh, when cans were stuck in the So it's a little dinged, uh, but uh, it's it's it served me well. Uh, I don't know if this this bad is uh, a fan, you're a fan of them, but I thought you might find a use for it, even just to hold the keys for your beautiful automobile. I really appreciate that. I'm going to cherish it and will probably use it to open my pop bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Useful. Well, I think I am going to gift Miranda with this set of uh, the entirety of the Encyclopedia Britannica. Whoa. Uh, oh, wow. Read by... Um, <laughs> 
famed, uh, yeah, famed, famed comedian. Um, totally forgot her name right here on on, on recording. Um, who's the? Who's Do you want us to start guessing? Paula Poundstone. Rosalind Barr. There you go. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all right. Paula Poundstone. The, the entire Encyclopedia Britannica, written by, uh, read by uh, Paula Poundstone, on this uh, set of cassette tapes. Oh, that's that incredible. That I have recorded for you. Oh wow! I will. It's pretty heavy. Yeah. Um, I will absolutely find a Walkman somewhere, possibly on eBay, right, and then you, I will cherish this. If you, if you do, uh, it's quite a reference. You can find just about anything you oh, need perfect, in there. Oh, uh, perfect! If you can scrub around. If you a just bit. forward and yeah. back and. Yeah, I had. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And I have Enid for you. I have this roll of clothing tape. It'll keep your socks up. It'll keep your, you know, your shirt. Down and your jacket up. <laughs> oh my gosh, Veranda, thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, I have brought Molly um, just uh, just one of, a couple of collections of my scarves that I just think Ooh. would really make your outfits pop a little bit more. Um, this one in particular, it's this beautiful and aquamarine, and it'll look just great with your eyes. Well, thank you so much. All right. I'm all right now. Mm -hmm. So each cozy item is also worth a bonus on a roll if you use it during your investigation of today's crime. So keep those in the back of your mind. Uh, if you use them in any way, you get a bonus on a roll. If you kind of biff it and roll badly, say a four, uh, you can roll <laughs> again <laughs> and take the better of the two rolls. All right. So next, as we all know, when you're watching one of these uh, shows from the 80s, this is how it begins, right? We have our cold open where the, the scariest moment where the crime is committed happens. We hear our theme song, we meet the cast, and once we've had uh, uh, everybody's intro during the theme song, we have tonight on the Spindle Spire Mysteries where we see a moment that's going to happen in tonight's show. It's an exciting moment, it's a scary moment, it's a, a mysterious moment that maybe is about to reveal something, uh, but each of you gets to throw forward into the episode uh, a moment for your character. And once again, bonus rolls are on the table. If you make this moment happen during the episode, you get a big bonus roll, which are great to use as we get closer and closer to our theorizing at the end. So. Any volunteers to go first with their throw forward? All right, Enid's got one. Okay, you're just gonna see Enid in kind of a close-up shot, and you're, she's just gonna be saying, with complete sincerity, you are my best friend. <laughs> oh, I've got one. It's just Veranda holding a bag of flour, and she's saying, no, I know Bob's Red Mill. This is pure uncut cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Angus, uh, looking looking angrily off camera at someone with his, with his finger up in a pointing position, uh, saying, "Now my donut did not have a soggy bottom." <laughs> uh, Mine uh, is an action one. Uh, Molly spins around and slaps someone across the face with a spatula. Yes, a spatula slap. That means this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, today is, of course, the jolly good bake-off of death. The most popular television show in the whole world, the jolly good baking show, has come to Spindle Spiral Cove to find the very good best baker in this town. Now, we've already had a whole bunch of qualifying rounds. Uh, they've sent their producers to the town. We've baked and baked and baked, and we are down to the final, uh, which happily for us uh, also features uh, Mo Molly, E uh, uh, Veranda, and Angus. Enid is not baking. <laughs> she is just here to support her three wonderful friends as they are doing the baking. Um, the I buy my here. baking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hosts are all here. Um, they're uh, 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 ooh, ooh. They're all getting ready for the first thing that's going to happen, which is the pie round. So you're all very nervous. You're going to get ready to break, bake your pies. And Molly, as you're getting ready, uh, Sue Mellon 
the other uh, of the two hosts comes over to chat with you. Now, she is a very short but sturdy woman. Uh, she is Just a well-known like <laughs> com- comedian uh, in the UK, and she, her popularity hasn't quite transferred over to the United States yet, but uh, you, she's sort of hoping that once uh, once the Jolly Good Bake Off really takes off here in the States, which it's starting to, uh, her popularity is going to transfer, and uh, she's going to be a star here in the United States as well. So she comes over to say, uh, oh, oh, by gosh and by golly, how are you, m'lady? Are uh, you getting ready for your pie? Oh, yes, I am uh, hoping that uh, the rest of uh, our little group uh, knows a lot more about pies than I do. Pies aren't really uh, my, in my forte. Well, just make sure that you do uh, the best that you can, and the most important thing is that you be ready for your mid-bake interview when Ooh. I come over and speak to you while you're baking, so why don't we practice now? You roll, oh, and, right. and also just try and be charming while you roll. I'm cooking, right. I... But to also be charming. Oh, and also be charming. <laughs> I love rolling so much. <laughs> okay. Is Excellent. This, is, that, is that right? Let's, let's try this. I'll ask you a now, question. No, I shouldn't be looking directly at the camera. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, no, 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 no. Looking directly I, at he, the camera. He's standing right there. It, yes. He's very close. But you must pretend that he doesn't exist. Hmm. All right. Yes. But, but I can. But you exist, right? You can look at me. I can look at you. Yes. But not at him. But also, don't forget to look at your pie. <laughs> so I'm looking at you and the pie, but not at him. Right. All right. I think I've got it. Okay. Excellent. Uh, and she is just standing there watching you bake your pie. Uh, Enid, you are uh, standing there uh, be- while everyone is getting ready and they're baking their pie, and you are talking to Jane Leaf. And Jane is a very stylish older woman, which is why you're drawn to her, obviously. Uh, She always wears bright, beautiful colors. She wears accessories galore. And she is one of the beloved judges of the Jolly Good Bake Off. Uh, And she is here uh, just having a chit-chat with you. Ooh, you, I can tell, one stunning woman to another. Are you baking, darling? Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I'm here just to make sure my friends don't embarrass themselves too much on national television. Oh, well, <laughs> we never let anyone embarrass themselves too much. I've tasted some truly awful pinafores in my day. But, uh, you know, I always pretend there's at least something redeeming. That's, that's wonderful. I'm... At, I'm afraid I don't know what a pinafore is, but I'm sure that they have a potential to be quite disgusting. Oh, yes. Well, they're like little chocolates. Oh. They're like cute little chocolates that have something gooey on the inside. That sounds delightful. Yes, you can imagine. It's like a little bit of cake and then a little bit of something gooey and then like a chocolate crust. That's excellent. So I- it's easy to screw up. Is it? Okay. Yes. I think I meant to say petifors. Oh, all right. I, th- I thought that was an... Article of clothing. It so is. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. Uh, before we start rolling, and I haven't had my uh, coffee, wink. Uh, <laughs> I never quite know what I'm saying. Oh, uh, and a young man comes over. He is also a very tiny little man. He is very stylish and put together, but he seems he seems just so so harried and hurried. And he comes over and he's like, Jane. You have got to get to your trailer, okay? You don't have time to be out here chitty chitty chat chatting with whoever is standing around, all right? Come back to your trailer and get ready. We're almost ready. And he takes her away. Goodbye. That was Heath Hendricks, producer of the show. You recognize him because you met everybody uh, earlier in the day. Uh, Veranda is hanging out. She is getting her, uh, her baking happening. And the woman who is baking next to you is known to you. She is a, a friend of yours. She lives here in Spindlespire Cove, and she's not a murder maven, but uh, she's, she's always around because she's in your age group, and she likes to hang out with sassy ladies. So you and she are probably in a fashion club or something uh, on the side. And so she's paired right next to you. Uh, she is a, a devastatingly stylish uh, older woman as well who just has a flair for drama. Like, you can tell that she's, she's really something to behold. And she's very excited to be uh, next to you. Oh, Miranda, dear. Oh, darling, how are you holding up? 
I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Melanie? Oh, I'm just terrified. I'm terrified. I don't know how I made it this far, and I don't know how I'm going to make it any farther. Soon they're going to know. They're going to know I'm just a big baking fraud. I think you've been doing amazing. Like, your crush right now actually looks really good. Oh, thank you. I, I got my necklace. It hung down and it dabbled into the crust. So now I'm trying to pat it in and make it seem like it's an intentional pattern. It does actually look intentional. I think you're doing oh, great. Thank you, darling. What are you baking? Oh, I'm just rolling out my hot water crust right now. I think I'm going to do like a, like a cherry rhubarb kind of thing. Oh, you're always so brave and bold. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, over at Angus's table, uh, he also is standing next to uh, someone who is who is baking. Another one of your fellow contestants. This is Scott. Uh, now, Scott, y- you kind of doubt that he's even from Spindlespire Cove because you guys have never met this guy, and he is, you know, he seems like he would be sort of in your circle. He's like, you know, a, a very fun-looking uh, older man with just a, a quaff of curly silver fox hair and like a mustache to die for. We do tend to collect those uh, silver foxes. You do, which is why if this if this stunning silver fox was truly a Spindlespire Cove. You guys, you think that you would have probably bumped into him, but uh, he is baking next to you. Uh, oh, uh, uh, I'm just testing the ovens to see, uh, make sure they're going to be uh, nice and warm. Last time I used the test oven, I, I really was afraid uh, that it didn't get as hot as I was expecting it to. You know, you can't, uh, you can't expect these ovens to have the kind of consistent heat that you need. Yes, I have, I have found that problem with uh, test ovens as well. Um, you got an interesting accent on you, Scott. Are you from uh, South uh, Spindlespire? <laughs> oh, I'm a transplant. Uh, yes, I come here directly from Italy. Uh, I lived across the way in Brindle- Brindlewood Bay for a little bit, but uh, uh, just between you and me, I didn't qualify for the show over there, so I come over here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And now here I am in the finals, gonna make a pie. So you're a, you're a ringer then. No, 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 I'm the opposite of a ringer. I'm uh, not gonna tell nobody. I'm whatever a ringer is if it's someone who's not very good instead of someone who is very good. (laughs) What about you? What are you making? Uh, I'm making I'm making uh, Scottsdale hand pies, uh, cocoa flavored. Oh. No sugar, uh, and uh, yeah, if it, it's gonna it's gonna hopefully have that perfect molten chocolate consistency when you bite into it. As a, you know, I, if it don't burn your mouth, it's not from Scottsdale. Oh, but uh, but uh, but no sugar. No, uh, I I find I find uh, I've got I've got the sugar diabetes, so uh, I don't I don't cook with it personally. Oh. Don't hold truck with it. Don't enjoy it, so I don't miss much. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but I think I think the judges will find it uh, find it interesting. Well, uh, good luck to you. It sounds very interesting. <laughs> um, and as you're all getting ready, uh, a a beautiful blonde woman sweeps in, uh, and she's just like vital and brilliant and young, and she is so excited to see everybody. And she says, uh, uh, "Hello, everyone! Uh, it's so exciting to see you all. I know that my husband and his co-stars are just uh, uh, dying to see you do your lovely, cute baking. Uh, I'm sure that you will all do very well. I am Donna Riviera. I am Paul Riviera's wife. I am one of the producers of the show, and I'm just so excited. Oh, you're all." so cute. Look at you rolling around in the flower. <laughs> Good luck to everyone. The calendars will be, the cam- cameras. <laughs> Your language is so challenging for me. <laughs> the cameras will be rolling any minute. So, uh, good luck. Good luck, you lovely, lovely bakers. And now, we are caught up to the moment. Uh, we are starting to roll. Timothy Bush is getting ready to start the cameras uh, going and rolling. All of a sudden, uh, we learn that Paul Riviera has been killed. Um, He's been found dead in his trailer, his face covered with flour, and his hands tied behind his back with beautifully plated plated nylon cords. Uh, So members of the production team are shocked and bewildered, but they have decided that they just need to keep calm and carry on. They're going (laughs) to (laughs) be filming this episode because they are on a tight 
schedule, and <laughs> they're uh, pretty sure that uh, we can figure this out and solve an entire episode. So by the end of this episode, the police will be here. They've been called, all right? But uh, Donna comes over to you, to the four of you, and she says, oh, this is so terrible, I'm so sad. But of course, uh, I spoke on the phone to the sheriff, and he said that you all are murder mavens, and that you can solve any mystery that has been put before you. So, I beg of you, Mavens, can you bake and also solve the mystery of who killed my beloved husband? Well, we can solve the mystery. Yeah, Baking. I don't know, Lindsay, why not? Oh, I believe in you. You'll yeah. be able to do it. I believe in us. We can just get things in the oven, go look for clues, come back. Some yes, time there's, management. there's yeah. all that time while things bake. All that gets cut out of the episode, but it has to happen in real life. So, it would be great time for you to solve the mystery of my beloved husband's death. Well, how am I going to get one of those life-affirming handshakes now when my <laughs> hand pies wow the, the pants off the judges and I beat you all at this contest? He was the one that gave the handshakes. Yes, so I know. So it's not happening. Yeah. I know. No, his his I'm, hands I'm, are still there, though. I think you could do it. If you want to go look at the body, you're certainly entitled to. I told Sheriff Dalrymple we would give you all access to whatever areas you needed to go to. Oh, uh, that's very kind of you. We'll get on it lickety-split. Okay. <laughs> I don't and like it runs, when they cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so uh, you've all, you've got your pies in the oven. All right. They're baking. You've got a little bit of time. Uh, you can explore the area around you. There's, of course, uh, Paul's trailer. Um, uh, the other actors have their trailers you can uh, go take a peek into. Um, the judges have their own tent, which is nearby. And then there's, of course, your baking uh, tent that you are under with your fellow contestants. So uh, anywhere you want to look, it is open to you uh, to uh, look around and find what you can find. Can I ask a question? Yes. Is there a prize at the end of this, or is it just... Yes, uh, it's a $10,000 prize Ooh. in each city. Okay. Wow. The winning baker gets $10,000. Okay. But, fun fact, you don't get the $10,000 unless the episode airs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, it's in, it's in the best interest of everybody to, to try and keep going uh, and, and try and win, win the money because I'm sure everybody has uh, plans of what they will do with it. Um, and so it is, it's down to the three of you, uh, plus Melanie and Scott. My money's on Scott. <laughs> He's a good beggar. <laughs> Just waiting for your New Zealand accent to pop up and then it's all of them. <laughs> uh, so who wants to go look where? I, I would like to go meddle in Paul's trailer. Okay. Are you going to go alone? I will join you. Okay. Uh, perhaps we should go speak to the producer. They tend to know where everyone is at most of the times. Sure. Uh, I'll go with you. I'll go with you, Molly. I'm, I'm curious if uh, he was married to all the producers or just the one. <laughs> <laughs> Some gross nepotism going on here, if you don't mind. It's very true. It's very true. Okay, so we have uh, Miranda and Enid going to Paul's trailer, and uh, we have Angus and Molly going to talk to the producer. Yeah, uh, we will start with talking to the producer since he's just right, right. there, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Heath is rushing around. He is texting on his phone. He's grumbling, uh, and he is is looking very uh, harried. Uh, back to your places, you two. Back to your places, okay? You need to be watching your pies. You need to be watching your pies and making sure that they turn out okay. Oh, they're in the oven. <laughs> yes, that's where they're supposed to be, and that's where you're supposed to be, watching that. Well, uh, we're uh, sort of trying to do our best to help with the murder. Right, 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 yes. right. Oh, my God, there's so many things on my plate right now. Ugh, <laughs> ugh, a murder. This is the last thing I need. It's, uh, what's, what else is going on? I mean, obviously, a television show is being recorded, but why are you yeah. so stressed out about things, Heath? Well, do you know what goes into a television show? I got people baking. I got ovens. I got hot things moving around the place. I got two judges whose egos, believe me, are out of here. I got two hosts. 
they've got their own egos. I'm not even the only producer on this thing, okay? Gosh. Two, two judges, but uh, one of them uh, is, uh, is, is, is baked. Uh, what, what, <laughs> who's, who you got standing in for a judge? And I'm asking that as a contestant and as a, you know, a uh, person well, trying to figure out what's going on here. That's a great question. I guess we'll have to go to our plan B. We always sort of had a plan B, which was that if one of the judges got sick and had to had to sit out, that our two hosts would step in and judge. Mm. Uh, and uh, in place of the two hosts, if, if one of them can't do it, then we'd go down to the producers. So we'll, of course, have one of the two hosts, Timothy or Sue, or maybe both of them step in and judge, but... Uh, if for any reason one or both of them can't do it, then Donna will be in. And I guess if Donna can't do it, then I have to judge. And I hate baked goods. <laughs> I haven't eaten a carb since 1993. You just, you just haven't had the right, haven't had the right thing. Here, try one of these hand pies. I got one here. Try. No, try. get it away. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's sugar free. You'll like it. Um, go ahead and uh, uh, whichever you, one of you wants to meddle the most can roll. Go ahead, dear. You're already meddling. Meddling with the diet. Uh, seven. Uh, <laughs> a seven? Yeah, seven. I, I, okay. I have no idea what I'm using to roll this. All right, listen. Just in the interest of getting this seven thing. Uh, oh, well, it's just, uh, yeah, seven and above is a hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, All right. Just in the interest of getting this solved, I'll hand over to you something weird I found. Uh, before I even found Paul dead and I was going between the trailers, uh, I found this. It's a cookbook with Paul's recipes torn out. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. It's a jolly good baking show cookbook, the official cookbook of last season, uh, but somebody has left all Jane's recipes in and ripped out all Paul's recipes and thrown them, I don't know, I didn't find them, but they're all ripped out. Curious. 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 uh, uh, As we're talking about curiosity, who else knew about this plan B? That if should something happen to one of them, that the host would step in. I mean, Was we it talked about it at a production meeting uh, when we were over in Brindlewood Bay, mm. so I guess everybody who's on our touring team would know about it. What? And we cut to our, uh, our two investigators over at Paul's trailer. Uh, now, Paul's trailer is um, far, far bigger than everyone else's. Uh, it's really quite nice. It has a full kitchen inside. Uh, it has a little couch. Um, ins- instead of the like back bedroom that like a lot of them would have, uh, this has been taken out and it's got like a full sort of big industrial kitchen in there. Uh, but it does have like a full size couch for like napping or whatever and a little uh, banquet table sort of put into the side. Um, it's really nice. It's really plush. It's really posh. And he is really dead uh, sitting at the banquet table. Oh, ooh. This was a beautiful sight until... I know, right? I am hoping we find his secret stash of blue contact lenses. <laughs> oh, Veranda. Oh, be serious. Um, I'm just saying, he looks like a husky. Those can't be real. <laughs> Let's take a little look. I, I wonder why his hands are bound. Yeah. And such nice braiding on the cord, too. Interesting. It must be someone who is very good with their hands. I know you braid pie crust. Do you? I've never noticed. You do. Okay. I mean, I don't. <laughs> That's interesting. Many do, of course. So if you're if you're poking around and looking for clues, then go ahead and roll a, a meddling move. All right. Nice. Nine. Ooh, excellent. So you see, uh, you can tell that. It's probably poisoning because there's no like punctures or anywhere on his body. He hasn't, there's no like head wounds. There's no wounds or anything, but he has like powdery stuff on his lips and like a green drool coming out the side. So it seems as though he's been poisoned. But who ties someone up to poison them? There's so many opportunities to poison this man. His job is eating food all day. (laughs) I don't know. And why leave so much flour laying around? It doesn't make any sense. You poison flowers? Is that a possibility? Mm. That seems insane. Uh, go ahead and roll, Trisha. Oh, okay. Although I want to point out that I said my thing. <gasps> you oh, said you your did? thing. Yep. I told I told Veranda to be serious. Yay! <laughs> I got an eight. Okay. Nice. Uh, so are you are you looking around? Are you what yes, are you looking at? I, I want to look around. 
I guess like in the kitchen area for maybe where the flour came from or. Okay, so you find this. Oh, it's a baking sheet with rat poison all over it. Well, that's not subtle at all. No. <laughs> and I don't think it's flour either. Hmm. What? How did he get, if he thought it was flour, why is it, how is it? Did he, does he, did he, does he snort flour? Is that why I, I get know he snorts flour. Let me check one of these bags of Bob's Red Mill. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, Enid. Yeah. I know Bob's Red Mill. This is pure uncut cocaine. <laughs> yeah, oh, that makes perfect sense. Turn to bonus roll. <laughs> now, uh, because it is a television show, we now have to cut to commercial. And this is a commercial for Bob's Red Mill flour. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Trisha and Jenny. Uh, and of course, Chris and, and Kyle, you can join in. But this is a commercial for Bob's Red Mill Flour, which is bringing this episode to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> hi there. Do you need flour for your bacon needs? Boy, do I. <laughs> well, let me tell you about my husband. His name is Bob, and he's got a mill. What color is it? It's red. That's incredible. I'll buy his flour. <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent. And you can buy the flour, too. Just go to the grocery store or something. <laughs> Bob's Red Mill. He's got a mill, and it's red. <laughs> All right, good. That's it. So we're, we're back. Guys. Uh, as we come back from the commercial, you guys have all sort of come back together because it's time to present your pies. Um, and uh, this part of the production takes a long time because they have to go to each of you, taste a slice of your pie, and give you feedback, uh, a little bit of feedback on it. The big feedback comes later, but they're gonna start, uh, of course, with Molly. So uh, since there is no Paul, Jane comes am I, over. Am I rolling to see how well I, I baked? Yes. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> That's an 11. Oh. Okay, so Jane, the last remaining official judge, comes over, and she's got uh, Timothy with her. Uh, Sue is there, too, but she's kind of hanging back. Uh, and uh, Timothy and Sue, uh, or sorry, Timothy and Jane both take a taste of your pie, uh, and Jane says, oh, goodness gracious, do tell me what this is. Uh, this is a family recipe. This is baked potato pie. It's simply smashing. I've never had more marvelous potato-based pie in my entire life. I I find it smashing. Timothy, what are your thoughts as the interim judge? While they're talking to each other, Molly's looking dead into camera. Okay. Like straight <laughs> down the barrel. Just right down the yeah. barrel? Okay. He's trying. The cameraman is like subtly trying to step <laughs> in. It's like the eyes that follow you in a painting just following wherever he goes. He's getting an unexpected tracking shot and he's just yeah. trying to move around you. Uh, Timothy is going to uh, taste your cake and say, oh, right. Quite good. Uh, it, it, just, Jolly, jolly good. I don't. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And then they go on to the next pie, which is Angus's. <laughs> well, well, hello there. <laughs> yes, hello. Uh, go ahead and roll for us, and then tell us what you have for us today. Oh uh, well. Uh... For the judges today, I have these uh, Scottsdale hand pies. Now you're gonna wanna try them. Uh, if it burns your mouth, it's working. If oh. it doesn't, it's not working. Uh, 10. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm in trouble. Oh golly, it did burn my mouth. And you know what? I love it. <laughs> I've never enjoyed the sensation more of being roasted alive from the inside of my body. I'm, I'm so tickled to hear that, Jane, because that's what I was hoping for as a reaction. And now, I do want to mention this would traditionally be served with a bisque, but lobster is out of season right now, so you should come back during lobster season. I'll treat you. Oh, yes. Well, I do think bisque would possibly be too much. Now, I wouldn't add anything to this, um, but I'm so worried that I, my tasters won't be back on board for the other pies. But you, you've done a smashing job. Good job. 
And then Timothy tastes it and he says, oh, oh quite, quite good, Bernie. Eh, uh, uh, good job, mate. And he just runs away. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the next pie, uh, which is do, 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 do. Melanie's pie. Melanie's pie is pretty good. They like it. She's, <laughs> it's not quite as good as yours. Uh, two pies that really impressed them. Uh, they get to Scott's pie and they love it. They're just both blown away. Noel managed, or I'm sorry. <laughs> Timothy. <laughs> Timothy manages to get two uh, whole words out together about how much he loves Scott's uh, <laughs> traditional apple pie. Uh, and then they get to Veranda's pie. All right. I'm terrified. Oh, an eight. An eight, okay. Yes, so tell me, Veranda darling, what have you got for me today? Uh, well, I've got a cherry rhubarb key lime with a hint of sage. Just standard hot water crust pie. Oh, goodness, goodness gracious. Well, that sounds absolutely delicious. What do you think, Timothy? Yeah, raw. Sounds, sounds right good. <laughs> Delish. Uh, so they both taste it, and she says, oh, it's... Yes, it is quite a nice flavor and a nice crispness, I would say. Would you call it a crispness, Timothy? Oi, right, crisp, <laughs> too right, it's crisp. I, I like it, it's good. Uh, and then they, he just like is sweating profusely uh, and they're like, well, uh, we have to retire to the judge's tent to do some actual judging, but then we'll be back to let you all know who was the winner of this round? And they sort of totter off and the producers uh, come in and they say, all right, good, reset everybody. We gotta take your pies away. Uh, we gotta take them into the other room for the judges, but you guys clean up your areas and get reset uh, because the next round is biscuits. Uh, and so while everything's getting reset, you can go and explore another area. Now I don't watch this show, but is the host normally that Less than eloquent? Uh, they never actually eat the food. I think it's fair to say that the hosts are not in on plan B and was not actually looking to become a judge. Now, I did, I did make Timothy's extra hot, so part of that might have been <laughs> the, the second degree burns to the tongue and, and internal reason. Enid, try one of my pies. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It is so bitter, you're gonna love it. Absolutely it is, not. It is, the, it is the wettest, bitterest pie you will ever have. Please, I would be, I would be more over the moon. Uh, Angus, mm -hmm. you are my best friend. Really, I'm not eating that. <laughs> Let's go. Let's move on. Should we check? All right. Where are you going to check? Hmm. hmm. I think maybe we need to look for some rat poison, see where it came from. Maybe look for where, look at everyone's flower. Oh, yeah, There's we found rat poison, poison and cocaine. Oh. And cocaine. Yeah. Well, that's, that's to that's be quite expected, important. though, on a television set, wouldn't you say? Sure. Paul Riviera was having quite a name there. <laughs> So you can check out still the, you can look around the contestant's tent still, the judge's tent, uh, both Timothy and Sue's trailer and Jane's trailer uh, are all places you can go and explore. Well, we found, just for the record, mm, a cookbook uh, with, with Paul's recipes torn out. I don't have the foggiest what that mm. means. I wonder if someone else wrote those for him. Now they're angry. Oh, that would be a scandal. Oh, I'm sorry, I've been watching Far too much General Hospital lately. <laughs> Is that still on? I think so. Um, <laughs> don't know. Um, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm wondering, you know, I talked to Scott earlier, and uh, he's he's not from around here. He's from, like, mm. Brindlewood Bay or something. Um, but he said he came over to, to try and... Uh, no, he's from Italy, right? I get those confusing terms. He's, he's not, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's trying to win this competition kind of outside the rules, so he might be. Oh, have really? Some, yeah, I wonder. Oh, maybe we should go check out the. Uh, does he have a trailer or is it just the contestants? It, the contestants just have little spots inside the contestant trailer. So the contestant trailer is, is pretty big, right? So it's a big tent. Uh, and so each of you has your own baking bench. And then uh, in the back where the, you can't see because it's like hidden behind some shelves and things, you have your personal area where you can like sit and sort of like wait between rounds. 
Um, so there's all of that area to explore. I would like to search around here, like right where we are. Okay, cool. Um, or like around the baking Yeah, yeah, like the, the, yeah, the, the sort of public area where all of us are. Okay, are go ahead and do a roll. 10. Oh, okay. Um, let's see, let's see what you find. Uh, you're looking around and you're looking in the baking area and you find something very, very interesting. Uh, it's just uh, a pair Ooh. of a pair really, of bread earrings. They're beautiful diamonds shaped like <laughs> loaves of bread. Oh, chocolate okay. diamonds shaped like beautiful brown rolls of bread. And you found one sort of rolled underneath one uh, uh, baking bench right? Bench, is that what we would sure. call it? Yeah. Baking counter, and one under the next one under it, as if, as if someone had been flinging their head around and the earrings just came flying off. Hmm. Okay. But they're, they're beautiful, and they seem expensive. All right, I'm going to try and see if I can find where Donna is while you move on to one of the other mavens. Mm-hmm. I'd like to check out um, uh, Jane's trailer. Jane's trailer, okay. So she's in the judge's tent, tasting and tasting. So you go in her trailer. It's obviously not as as nice as Paul's. It's smaller, but it's homier. It's, you know, it's cuter. It's quainter. She, too, has, like, a really beautiful kitchen in this trailer, but she also has her little, like, cottage-like room in the back so she can take her naps, right? And this one just seems more like... Uh, like a stylish grandma's house than like a big industrial kitchen. It's a really cute trailer. And uh, what, what do you want to look around to find? I'm going to look around in her kitchen area, um, inspect some flour maybe, see what I find. Okay, give us a roll and don't forget you've got a bonus. I'm going to use my bonus. <laughs> Seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, you find that uh, one of her knife sets is actually missing a knife. Interesting. Mm-hmm. There was not a stabbing was not that we know about. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. All right. So we're gonna cut back to Molly, who is. Oh, did every? Did you go by yourself, or who went to Jane's trailer? I think it's just me. Just you. Okay. So then, uh, what are Angus and Veranda doing? Miranda, who do you think stands to gain from this? I don't know. I, I, there could be something with the wife. Yeah, I'm, I'm torn between crime of passion and crime of financials, uh, personally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know where to go necessarily. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. Scott's pies were actually very good, so he doesn't necessarily stand to gain by killing a discerning host. Why? How do we feel about Melanie in that case? She seemed kind of down today. Oh, she did seem kind of. I mean, maybe she's just having having uh, having mm. a tummy rumble or something. Okay. Should I go talk to her? Yeah. Would you like me to come along? Be sure. Yeah. I can. I can stand there and be charming. <laughs> yeah, you're great at that. Ah, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. So we are going to go talk to Melanie. Mm-hmm. All right. So she is just sitting. She's at her her bench, getting ready for the next thing. She's prepping all her powders and and. Uh, and other stuff for her biscuits, and she's just sort of fussing. Oh, oh, heavens, oh, goodness gracious. Yes, uh, oh, how are, how are you two faring for the next bit of competition? I'm feeling, I'm feeling okay. Oh. They didn't love my pie, but they didn't hate it. How are you doing? It's just so stressful. I almost, I almost regret signing up for it, but that $10,000 is just so appealing, and also, I'd like to be known as the most wonderful, jolly good baker and all of Spindlespire Cove, you know, the cachet that would go with that would certainly get me a few more dates around town. (laughs) What about you two? What are you hoping to get with your $10,000 if you win? I'm going to buy a lot of typewriters. (gasps) You're so fun. (laughs) And what about you, Angus? New water heater. (laughs) You're so practical. (laughs) Yes, well... I just hope to get through this next round. I, I didn't do quite as well as I hoped to on this past round, and I just, I feel my head's not in the game. 
Well, I mean, one of the hosts or the judges was murdered. I feel like that's a reasonable reason to be not in the game. How do you feel about Paul? And uh, I'm as I'm asking that, I'm like, uh, like licking, Angus is licking his finger and like, like taking some flour on the edges, and I'm tasting <laughs> to make sure that it's like flour out of the. Oh, okay. yeah. All right, so roll, roll a flour tasting. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Angus dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does this taste like rat poison to you? Wow, it's two burners. Uh, let's see, eight. It's just flour. All right, now roll a, a meddling move. Mm. Wheat flour. Mm. So on uh, a one, would it have been rat poison? <laughs> 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 and a 12 would have been I mean, cocaine. if you roll a one, <laughs> right. if you roll a one on two dice, you deserve rat poison. Uh, oh. Three. Oh! <laughs> Uh, she has she has like n- nothing to share for. I don't know. I I'll be honest with you. I don't even watch the show. I just thought I would try my hand at baking, and I just kept getting through the round. I'm so stressed out. Well, Melanie, people who watch the show love an underdog, and I think you're going to get quite a lot of uh, attention from the handsome men and possibly women, depending on uh, what you. Oh, that's so sweet of you to say. All right, I gotta focus on my biscuits, y'all. <laughs> All right, good luck, Melanie. Okay. All right, so we're gonna cut to Molly, who is who was went looking for Donna. Uh, Donna. Yes. Uh, so you so find before her. Before I even talk to her, is she wearing earrings? She is not wearing earrings. Oh, and when you find her, she is actually talking to. Now is she on camera? She's talking to Scott. No, is she on camera like for the, for the show regularly? No, okay. no, she's not. She's talking to Scott, and they're just having a pleasant sort of like little flirty conversation. Uh, and they see you coming over, and Scott sort of skedaddles away. Uh, oh, yes, hello, hello, beautiful baker. Oh, what a sad, beautiful day to be baking. How can I help you, my darling? I'm so sorry for your loss. Oh yes, oh, so sad. Oh, 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 so very sad. But I will cry my tears when it is not a production day. <laughs> very professional of you. I see you were talking to Scott there. Uh, have you two met before? Oh, uh, he actually has auditioned in other towns. And unfortunately, that is where the recording stopped. So here's a short version of what happened afterwards, just so you can have that nice sense of closure. Uh, It was our old friend Angus who actually put all these clues together. So credit where it's due. He realized that the wife, Donna, was actually having an affair with Scott, the assistant, and the two of them plotted the murder together so that she could become the new on-air talent and replace her husband. So they put it all together. They do, And, and in the uh, ensuing fracas, um, uh, it was Scott actually then tried to uh, kill one of the mavens. But uh, fortunately, uh, Molly was there and managed to hit him in the face with a spatula and uh, knock him down. So he was subdued. So there you have it. Uh, Justice was a dish best served at 350 degrees for 20 minutes and then uh, put on a pie plate. I don't know anything like that. As you could tell from the episode, I know nothing about break off or cooking or anything. So I I guess I'll save the cooking metaphors. But anyways, hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, Like, subscribe, do all the things. Uh, Tell anyone who wants it. And I promise uh, we have taken steps to make sure that nothing like this will happen again. We are going to find brand new ways to screw up episodes in the future. Uh, No, we're we're doing our best. Uh, But I hope you enjoyed what you got to hear. Uh, And if you wanted to see the whole thing, come see the show with NCT Phoenix. If you're ever in the, the area come uh, to Mesa, Arizona and visit us. We'd be happy to have you. Until then, stay cool, cool timers.